The Modern Carrie Bradshaw. I originally thought, oh, that was cheesy. I'm not going to use that. People are just so over Sex in the City. But then I was like, I literally have curly, wavy hair. I sit with my Apple computer, blog in my small apartment in East Village. I am obsessed with men I've dated in the past. I have crazy dating stories where I'm basically broke up with a post-it, but it's like a two-sentence text instead. And so now I'm just going to own it. Um, my life really is like Carrie Bradshaw. And 30 Waves is a blog about kind of mastering our 30s and the life hacks to help us keep our sanity. Um in terms of, yes, dating, that's probably my primary focus, but also just knowing how to better ourselves, whether that's reading uh, the best kind of like self-improvement book or knowing the best anti-aging uh, skin routine, or I even throw in some hacks like uh, the best haircut in New York is $40. So uh, check out my blog if you haven't. It's 30wavesspelledout.com and it's the same for my Instagram. And here is my podcast. Hey guys, so this is my first podcast of 2019. And I'm trying to do a lot more content. If you've noticed on my Instagram, have mini posts, have the blog posts a lot shorter, and hopefully have the podcast more digestible. I always try to keep them under around 20 minutes or so. Um, but I am going to start having some guests on to, uh, soon. So this might be a little bit longer. But today's podcast is on having shit days and um, a little life hack or tip um, on how to feel better about it. So it's called the life-changing magic of downward dog. When you've had a shit day, the worst in months, remember this. Here goes. One Friday at 6 p.m., I crawled into bed, turned off the lights, and found myself bawling my eyes out on the phone to my best friend. I severely needed to pull it together for my date in one hour, and I severely needed a Marie Kondo overhaul of my entire emotional state. Why can't I get a break lately? Just one. And it feels like any time I truly want something, it fails. From relationships to my career, nothing pans out the way I hope. Am I being dramatic? Please tell me the truth. I recognize that I am extremely lucky and incredibly blessed in many facets of my life, but some days it feels like the cards I've been dealt are a total bust. I was having a totally and utterly shit day. And frankly, not all I share on social media depicts my real life, but this day does. Life unfiltered. My best friend doesn't sugarcoat things. A badass, loud, fast-talking, redheaded Canadian so street smart that she has a lumberjack for a dad doesn't lie. To be honest, you've had a really shit year, eh? Yes, she actually does say eh all the time. It's hilarious. Um, I'd be just as upset if I had experienced the same things. 
So outside of my Instagram life, 2018 was a very hard year. Panic attack inducing. And my good friends know this, but you probably don't. Sure, it involved glamorous trips to the Hamptons or Paris, but it also involved leaving a crumbling startup I absolutely adored and getting heartbroken by several men from San Diego to London. I got very close with one guy last spring, and he turned out to be an actual narcissist. I talked to a guy living in London last summer, and having a magical night out in New York, we continued to FaceTime for hours a week. I'm talking three to four hours at a time. And one month later, we met up and spent a week together. And a few days after that, he decided to end things with a two-sentence text. The 2018 equivalent of the Carrie Bradshaw post-it note fiasco. Britt, London was cool. He literally said cool. I don't see this continuing further. Best of luck. I never heard from him again. I still haven't. Somehow, I managed to meet all the unavailable men in almost an 8,000-mile stretch. Impressive, but total shit when you're 32 and realize you've wasted a year, I mean your eight count, on people you'll never talk to again. So case in point, this is exactly why I started to scientifically research why smart smart women continuously choose avoidant D-bags. So go to my blog, 30waves.com, and you will see my last post, which is called The Joan of Heartache. And that was on the best relationship book I've ever read and on attachment theory, which um, explains why um, men and women attach to avoidant people. It's really fascinating. Um, anyways, going back, I was totally lost with my career. Did I want to continue marketing with the startup world? Why couldn't I find my dream job? And really, again, I just don't fucking understand why haven't I met my match? Okay. You get it. You get it. So that fateful Friday, my emotions were completely cluttered with finding out that I didn't get a job I really wanted mixed with my romantic woes. Recharging my batteries. I pulled myself together for the date. As you can expect, it was just a meh day, date. And then I took the entire weekend off for some major self-care engrossing in books on the couch, drinking tea, productive errands, working out. And the only social thing I did was seeing friends for brunch where I managed a few meager laughs. By Sunday, I was feeling calmer, but still a bit down. And then a magical thing happened four days later at approximately 8.30 p.m. during a Y7 yoga class. I felt stronger than I had in months. And while my life had been upside down dog with what felt like an entire year, I realized that it's the upside down motion that actually relieves your back. I mean, life pains. How so? Shitty days are lessons for our future selves. Hitting rock bottom on that Friday turned out to be a blessing, became a vivid marker of what a shit day really looked like. Next time I'm stressed or upset, I now have a recent day to compare it to. Is it a cry in your bed in pure darkness, your best friend kind of day? Yes, it'll pass in a week. No, you'll probably be fine by tomorrow. 
My conclusion in yoga was that the saddest part had passed, and sad parts always do. Happiness is a choice. I'm tired of trying, working on myself, and staying positive, I had said. Well, it's continuing with that or quitting. What would you rather do? Said Chantel. I guess the only choice you have is to sometimes attempt a four-legged chair pose and sweat your ass off. Or quit and do Shavasana, she said. Oh, I'd rather burn the calories. Summary. Nothing profound had happened the week following that Friday, but life is funny that way. How is it possible for someone to feel the lowest they've been in months to the highest only a few days later? I'm 33, and if you're wondering, of course I've had even worse days than this. But sometimes we just need mental reminders that feelings in life are ephemeral. Exact moments in time for our recent memories to know how to evaluate the severity of a situation. Maybe our completely and utterly shit days are life-changing magic. For more posts, um, you can check out my Instagram. I'm starting to do micro posts where they're just short little musings and ideas I have throughout the week um, at 30waves spelled out, or you can go to 30waves.com. Thanks guys for listening.